All right, good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Maseches Nazir Davches, beginning with the very first word on the page, and on the Yamud Bey's ending with the very last word on the page, Aramir uh, Shapira Daf, I think as they are called. Uh, and we'll be learning one full Mishnah cleanly beginning to end. The Mishnah writes on the top of haya. A person speaks in hyperbole, and they say that they would like to become a Nazir uh, as it relates to the number of hairs on a head, like the Afar, like the dirt of the land, and like the, the grains of sand by the uh, water. So the Halacha is... Yes, but this is the actual source. We saw it quoted out of context. Yeah, correct. You can, you can ask any question you want, Stan. But that question wasn't a good question. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, that, no text was not, was not tolerating it, that's for sure. So yeah, we saw this out of context. This is where it actually belongs. So if a person says one of these claims of some degree of hyperbole, hareza nazir olam, then the halacha is that they're nazir olam. Umegaleach achas lishloshim yom. They're nazir olam, and they can get a haircut every 30 days. We already saw other opinions on the 30 days, 12 months, a week, a different sheet. That's fine. In contrast to the Tanakama, Rebbe Omer, If a person says that they are a nazir, the, the three things in the beginning, he says, that's not once every 30 days. You're done. No more haircuts for you. If you want to be in the category of nazir olam, your language needs to be different. When would a person make a neder and therefore be in a scenario of a Nazir Olam where they're making a, getting a haircut every 30 days? Instead of saying Harini Nazir, it has to be Haomer, Hare Alai Niziruyos, according to the Gersa change. I have many Niziruyos in, in correlation with Kisea Roshich of Hara If you want to have a Nazir Olam that has a, a haircut every 30 days, it has to be, I hereby accept upon myself these many Niziruyos based on the hairs on my head. Then you have every 30 days. But the language of the, the Tanakama was different. The Tanakama writes, Hareni Nazir, not Naziruyos. I am a Nazir, like the hairs on the head. Those are two different scenarios. So that is the Machlokas in the Tanakama and Rebbe, and that's case one in our Mishnah. We'll be discussing this at length. Case number two, six, seven lines down on Chesimad Alam. Hareni Nazir, Meloha Bayis, or Meloha Kupa. I am a Nazir with as much as these, this house can hold or as this box can hold. So then, Bodkinoso, we check. If you're at, you ask him afterwards, he said, what did you really mean? When you said the whole house, what did you really mean? Give us, uh, what were you thinking about? So he said, if he says, I really just meant that I'm accepting one big Nazir upon myself, then Nazir Lamajo. No you spoke out, of, you spoke in, a, in some hyperbole, but it was an unclear hyperbole. So we ask you. If you say, I was just, uh, I, I'm, I'm just talking Naziris. I'm not, I, I wasn't one. I was talking the way I was talking. So then, and here's a, the line that's going to take some of our time today. We look at that box that he said, that it, he said is Naziris is going to correlate to whatever's in the box. We view the contents of that empty box as though they are filled with mustard seeds that are particularly small. Each one of those mustard seeds is a Nazirus. And because there are thousands of them, your whole life is now a life of Nazirus. That's if you say the vague language of Hare Alai Nazirus. Not Hare Alai, is it? Hareni Nazir Meloha Kupa. Case three. 
In this case, we also saw earlier, but out of context, third of the way down. If a person says, I would like to become a Nazir based on where I am up until the place that I'm going, Omden, we make an assessment. How far is the distance? If the walk that I have to take is less than 30 days, 29, 28, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, any of those. So then the halacha is if it's pachos, then it's nazir lamajon, then we treat your nazirus as a regular 30 day nazirus. And if your if your trip is 31, 32, 100, 200, 500 days, whatever the trip is, nazir kiminyan hayamin. All right, case number four. If a person accepts Nazirus upon themselves, like the days of the solar year, 365 days, then that's your Nazirus. And Omar Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, there was a story like this, and when he finished his Nazirus, he died. So what was what was the case of Hareni Nazir He had 365 units of 30 day Nazirus. Whoa. So that's 30 years. That's not that's not 100 years. It's 30 years. So I'm 42. So if I accepted such a thing upon myself, which I'm not, by the way, but had I done it, then uh, when I'm 72 in a little bit, then I can uh, I can get a haircut again. Okay. So the, that mean, would not be Gishmak. What? Is that, is that what changes it? Because usually when you say Yemosahama, it really means from Pesach to Sukkot. Kiminyan Yemosachama. This so is different. Is yeah. We'll see that that word is a very particular right. word. Yeah, yeah. because otherwise, uh, you're right, it could be seasonal. But certainly here, the intent is 365. So the Gemara is bothered. We had said that if you say Meloha Kupa, that we then assumed that what was in the Kupa was a very, very small product of mustard seeds. Why didn't you assume that they were oversized cucumbers or eggplants or watermelons? Because every mustard seed is a 30-day Nazirus. So why were we under the assumption? The Gemara asks this outright. Here's the quote, halfway down on Chesim and Aleph. We said in our Mishnah, But why? Maybe there's, uh, maybe there's some pumpkins in there. Maybe there's some gourds in there, some eggplants. And that way, at least he can get out in his lifetime, in, in a short span of time. Let's say you can hold 20,000 mustard seeds and one pumpkin, right? That's a, that's a big nafkamina. One is that you're a nazir your whole life, and the other is that you're a nazir for 30 days. So why is it that the Mishnah went like all out and said, we're going to pick the smallest <laughs> consumed vegetable, consumed product that would fill a kupa? You know, it's, uh, it's like the atoms in the air. Like, why would you do that? Why would you make it that it's a permanent scenario for him? <laughs> without any takana. To this, the Gemara answers, Amar, uh, The answer to this can be found in the following machlokes, and our Mishnah is in line with Virab Shimonhi. Okay, what's the case scenario? There are times that a person enters themselves into a scenario where a case of suffake is more strict than a case of vadai. What is that case? Titania, the Brysa writes, Hareni Nazir, a person says that he would like to accept Nazirus upon himself, Almanas, on the condition that, that if in this pile of food that I've harvested, that I've collected from the field, that if there it would be a hundred kur, a hundred units of food. Okay, so that was his conditional acceptance of Nazirus. He said this while he was sitting on his dining in his dining room. 
Then he goes outside to check and see if he actually is a Nazir or not. He doesn't know. So what does he do? He goes. And his, yeah. his conditional Nazirus is uh, it's thin air. We, we don't even know. It's not that he isn't. It's that we don't know. Because he made a conditional uh, nether. He is a Nazir if there's a hundred kur in the creed. So what do we do? This is a machlok as tanayim. And six lines from the bottom, seven lines, Rav Shimon Oser. Rav Shimon says, everything is forbidden. When we have a scenario like this one, of a conditional nether of Nazirus, and we have no way of answering the question of whether or not he's taka a Nazir, it's really a pure suffix. In scenarios of suffix Nazirus, the halacha is lahachmir. I'm asking my own question. Why isn't this just regular classical suffix or isolachomron? Is this a new principle or is this a reflection of an old principle? So that would be a worthwhile conversation. Is this something special by Nazirus or is it uh, a regular din of Safek Daraisa al-Khumr? This is the sheet of Rib Shimon, Rib Yehuda Matir, Shesafek Nazirus Lahakel. Ah, so now this already gives a little bit of color to what I said before. This isn't the regular rules of Safek Daraisa al-Khumr because Rib Shimon violates that rule with this rule and says it's Safek Nazirus Lahakel. Now, let's pause here for a moment. According to Rib Shimon, Safek Nazirus is Lahachmir. He must be the author of our Mishnah. Because in our Mishnah, what does it say? It says that we look at that kupa as though it is Malaya Chardal, and he's a Nazir Koyama. Why did Rib Shimon say that? Why does our Mishnah say that? Our Mishnah says that because Rib Shimon holds that way. Where does Rib Shimon hold that? Suffolk, Nazirus, Lahachmir. So whenever we have a suffix about Nazirus, we have to take it to the nth degree. That was the, the presentation in this Brisa. There are some Sveikos that are more severe than the actual nether itself. The actual nether itself was that he'd be a Nazir if there's 100 kur. What was the nether? 30 day Nazirus based on 100 kur. That's it. What are we saying? You're a Nazir forever. That's it. Because the Chumrah is greater than the actual, uh, is greater than the actual scenario. So answer number one of the Gemara. Why is it that we're talking about a, a Machmir scenario in our Mishnah, where we view the empty box as being filled with Chardal seeds, with mustard seeds? The answer is because our Mishnah is in line with Rib Shimon. And Rib Shimon holds, Safek Naziros Lahachmir. Now, Rav Yochanan says that's not true. Uh, not that we don't agree about Rav Shimon, but he says that our case is very different than the Machlokes of Rav Shimon and Rav Yehuda. How so? Rav Yochanan Amar, Afidu Tema Rav Yehuda. That's not true. Our Mishnah would even be, according to the lenient opinion of Rav Yehuda, of Suffolk Nazirus Lahakel. How could that be? Says the Gemara, because Hasam lo nachisle linazirus. In the case that's presented as a machlokes, Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yehuda, what was our case? The case was a conditional neder of nazirus. Mm-hmm. See, here, we don't even know if the mechanics of the neder actually played out. You, we know what you said, but we don't know what was in the creed. We don't know if his condition was, was met. If the condition's met, he's a nazir. If it's not, he's a zero. Right? We just don't know. So therefore, Yochanan says these cases are not comparable because in that case, as mentioned, that case is a case of conditional Nazirus. However, in our Mishnah, in our Mishnah, there's no question that he's going to be a Nazir because what did he say? And both can also we come up with the formula. So in our Mishnah, there's no question that he's going to be a Nazir, Masha'in came where there's a person who says a conditional Nazirus, and that which would answer whether or not the condition was met is missing. We Pasha don't know. 
So the cases are not similar at all. And therefore, Rabbi Yehuda would have to be of the opinion, just like Rabbi Shimon of Suffolk Nazirus. The only time he would employ Suffolk Nazirus, Lehakel, Rabbi Yehuda, when is that true? Only when there's a condition in place. Because the, the condition introduces a real suffix as to whether or not there's even Nazirus. That suffix doesn't exist in our Mishnah. In our Mishnah, you're a Nazir. In this case, we don't know if you're a Nazir. Very different cases. And therefore, in our case, even Rabbi Yehuda would agree that the, the box is theoretically filled with Chardal seeds, and therefore, one would be a Nazir for his whole life. After all, in our Mishnah, what could he have done to remove himself from the Nazirus? We know he's a Nazir. There is no introduction of a suffix in our Mishnah like there is in the Brisa brought at the bottom of the page, because at the bottom of the page there was a condition added into the code, added into his language, and therefore the cases are not comparable. So says the Gemara, three lines from the bottom, I understand, but I also don't understand. I understand why you're saying Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yehuda might agree in our Mishnah because the cases are different. That I understand. But according to Yehuda, why would Yehuda say, Why wouldn't we assume that according to Yehuda, that it should be Kishuan and, and Duluan as opposed to Kharzal? We understand that Rabbi Shimon, his wiring is that way. Maybe Yehuda could approach this differently. After all, After all, he did accept upon himself some form of Nazirus. We're not denying that, but no one in their right mind would ever accept one with a billion Chardal seeds. So maybe we should go back to the reasonable. So we already answered for Shimon. We're asking the same question again on Rabbi Yehuda. That brings us to the top of, of Chesimut Beis. And the Gemara says, uh, by the way, I should just add, there's a Machlokas Rashi Tosvos here or whatever, the Rivan and Tosvos, as to whether or not this bottom line of Hasal Kadaitach is part of the question still. Or part of the answer. Ayin Sham in Rashi, Ayin Sham in the Tosvos, the Baliyat Tosvos, three lines from the bottom, writes, Umishani, we answer, meaning the beginning of the answer is at the top of the next page. And uh, the, the, the Rivan here on the bottom line does not say that. So, Machlokes and what the flow of the Gemara is. Either way, on the top of Chesimid Beis, the Gemara responds, Why is it that Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion? that we should say that the box is uh, is Malo Chardal and not Malo Kishonu Duluan. Namely, why are we saying that there's no way to rectify this difficult scenario for him and he's going to be a Nazir his whole life? Because, says the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda, Savar la ke Rebbe. Rabbi Yehuda holds like the opinion of Rebbe. It's not. We just saw this in our Mishnah. Rebbe Omer, Ein ze megaleach achas l'shloshem yom. Ve'eze she megaleach achas l'shloshem yom. That's a quote from our Mishnah. The Tanakama was of the opinion that in a case where a person says, like these very minuscule things like hair on a head and dirt of the earth and sand at the beaches, in those kinds of cases, the Tanakama was of the opinion he's a Nazir Olam. And here Rebbe says, that's not Megalech, that person's a Nazir forever. Why? Because he said Hareini Nazir in a general language. And Rabbi Huda is in the same exact boat. Because what's the case that we had in our Mishnah? A person said in our Mishnah um, that Hareini Nazir Melohakupa. Hareini Nazir in the singular, not Nazirus. So it's one very long Nazirus. That's the Shita of Rebbe. Rebbe would say, as he did in the Resha of our Mishnah, that if a person says Hareini Nazir like the sand, like the grains of sand on a beach, he's a Nazir forever. 
That's Rabbi Yehuda over here, that it has to be the Chardal seeds. It can't be a solvable box of vegetables. It has to be an, an insolvable, an unsolvable box of, uh, of vegetation. And therefore, it has to be like Chardal. And that's a shita of Rebbe. And Rabbi Yehuda holds like Rebbe. And that's why Rabbi Yehuda learns our Mishnah the way he does. The Gemara now questions this answer and says, wait one second, four lines down on Chesimut Beis. Rabbi Yehuda, misavar lo Rebbe. Does Rabbi Huda actually hold like Rebbe? And here the Gemara presents two challenges to the assertion that Rebbe Huda holds like Rebbe. Number one, Vatnan. Hareini Nazir, our Mishnah says at the very bottom of our Mishnah on Chesmed Aleph, it quotes this line. We had said that if a person accepts Naziris upon themselves, communion in Mosachama, we had said that they then are Nazirim for 365 units of 30, which is 30 years. What did the Gemara say after that? The Gemara said, Amar Rabbi Huda, Maisahaya, there was a story that Rabbi Yehuda quoted that there was a person who actually did this, where he had said, and he kept 30 straight years of Nazirus, and then he finally finished his Nazirus, and he taka died. He was just telling a story. He wasn't, he was just, by the way, on that note, he was just sharing a story. So says the Gemara, if you want to say that what he was accepting was 365 times 30, now we understand the realities of the story that there was a conclusion to his Naziris. He lived for 30 more years at least, and then he died. We got it. If you want to say, like Rebbe, that it's Chada Naziris Kabilelabe. Remember, Rebbe Shita is that you're a Nazir forever in those cases. Of Harini Nazir about the hair and the dirt and the sand, you're a Nazir forever in those cases. Iamris, that you're going to say that Rebbe Yehuda is really like Rebbe, that's a problem. Because how could Rebbe Yehuda then tell a story of Mihave Hashlama Klau? What, what do you mean? If Rebbe Yehuda holds like Rebbe, then the Naziris never ends. It's Chardal in the basket. Yet the story of Rebbe Yehuda in our Mishnah is a story with an endpoint. 365 units of 30. And he lived 30 years. He finished his hashlama. He finished. So if you say that Rebbe holds like, that Rebbe Huda holds like Rebbe, then the Rebbe Huda in our Mishnah makes no sense at all. <laughs> because that means Rebbe Huda doesn't hold like Rebbe because Rebbe would never agree to what Rebbe Huda just said. There is no hashlama in such a case. He'd never finish ever because Rebbe says no. Rebbe Huda says yes. That's number one. And number two, a third of the way down, but Odin, furthermore, asking the same question again, highlighting the fact that there's another question. It could have just said, I think we're seeing some of the unique languages of Nadarim carry over into Nazirus. There are some uniquenesses we've seen so far, and this is one of them. After all, how do we know that Rebbe Yehuda doesn't hold like Rebbe, questioning our answer from the top of the page, because the Gemara says, Vatanya, the Brisa writes, Rebbe Yehuda Omer, Rebbe Yehuda is of the opinion, if a person says, Hareini Nazir, Minyan, Hilkatekayetz, here the person is talking about um, the number of piles from a fig harvest, Hilkate, the gatherings of kayets. Kayets, we had this word. We know kayets typically means summer, but here it's a direct reference to harvesting figs. So if a person says he's a Nazir according to the piles of figs, or uminyan shibale shmita, or according to the piles of shmita, so says the Gemara, mona nazirus, kiminyan hilkati, kayets, uchiminyan shibale shmita. We go out in the field and we count. Oh, there's 18 piles of this and 14 piles of that. 18 times 30 plus 14 times 30. Simple uh, algebraic math equation. And you're a Nazir for a long time. Well, hold on a second. Rabbi Huda shouldn't hold that way. Because Rabbi Huda holds like Rebbe, and you say a line like this, you should be a Nazir forever. Another contradiction in terms. Says the Gemara, no. The second case is not a good argument because minion shiny. What did Rabbi Huda say in this case? 
I'm telling you, an exact number, the number of piles of figs, that's how many times I'm accepting the zeros upon myself, the number of piles of Shemitah, whatever it is, that's, I'm, I, it's a fixed number. Uh, Nazir is according to the number of chairs in the room. Count the chairs in the room. So the Gemara says, you can't say the Rebbe Huda doesn't hold like Rebbe when something is actually countable. What isn't countable? The sand, the hair, and the dirt. That's uncountable. So the, there's a difference in those cases. Says the Gemara, but the difference that you're making doesn't work. Why? Because almost halfway down, umi shiny lay the Rebbe minion. Does Rebbe actually care if that item is countable? After all, says the Gemara, A person says that they are a Nazir like the days of the solar year. That's countable, right? This is the Tanakama, not Rebbe. Or Kimei Halavana, like a, uh, like, a, like a lunar year, which is shorter, 354 days. Then Mona Kimei Halavana. What does Rebbe say on this? I disagree. Rebbe Omer, It's not enough just to have something that's countable. It also has to be in concert with a plural language of these Nizirus, Nizirios are with me. So if you say, That's going to be the number of days times 30. But Rebbe says that it will be one unit in that case. He argues with the Tanakhama. So therefore, the Gemara says, Rebbe Huda and Rebbe, are really not exactly the same for a number of different reasons. And the Gemara responds a little bit more than halfway down. You're right, and you're right, and you're also right. And really what the Gemara is saying is that Rebbe Yehuda, Rebbe Yehuda disagreed with, with Rebbe in one place and agreed with him in another. Let's see how this plays out. He agrees that there's most definitely a Nazirus here. However, he argues that what? That when it comes to Rabbi Yehuda, he's of the opinion that if that which you make a neder about is countable, then we count and multiply by 30. Rebbe would not say that. Rebbe would only say countable works if the language was not Nazir but Nazirus, a plural language. Otherwise, Rebbe looks at the word Nazir and says, you're done. That's it. Very simple. Cut and clean. Very simple. When do we do the multiplying for Rebbe? It's when you have something measurable, a number, number of chairs in this room, um, and you say the plural language of Nazir. So therefore, um, we started this question of the Gemara, of how do we answer our Mishnah? What's with the Chardal? So answer number one was that our Mishnah is like Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Yochanan says, terrible comparison. It's not like Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon's case has a condition. Our Mishnah doesn't have a condition. Our Mishnah says Rabbi Yochanan could even be Rabbi Yehuda. How can our Mishnah be Rabbi Yehuda? After all, what about Rabbi? Rabbi obviously holds like Rabbi. And the Gemara then goes to the Shaklavatari we just learned to highlight that, yes, it's true that Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda does hold like Rabbi, but not everywhere, only in certain cases. That brings us two-thirds of the way down to the two dots. And the Gemara quotes some Bryce's we've already seen in a couple of new ones. Pay attention to some Aramaic slash Greek words that we have in our modern world. Tanu Rabban and the rabbis taught us in a Bryce, if a person says that they want to be a Nazir their whole life, or they say they want to be a Nazir forever, we learned this already. What if they say for a hundred years or for a thousand years, that's not Nazir Olam. Because when you say, or we don't know how long that is. We don't know how long you're going to live. But when you say a hundred years or a thousand years, that's not Nazir Olam. That's Nazir Le Olam. That's forever. No haircuts. You're done for the rest of your life. If a person says, and they add the word, 
says the Gemara, Monash time. That's two 30 day units of Nazirus. What if a person then says Ve'od? They say, Hareni Nazir, Ve'achas, Ve'od. So then the din is Monashalosh. That's three sets of 30 days. What if he says Ve'shuv? So he says, Hareni Nazir, Ve'achas, Ve'od, and Ve'shuv. So then the Gemara says, Mona Arba. Says the Gemara, Pshita. Every time you talk, every time you open your mouth, you're going to be in trouble again. Every single time. Why? Okay, Pasha, we get it. We understand the formula. It's the Chacham can look, he can see, you know, you can look around the bend. Oh, every time I talk, it's 30. So stop giving examples. We're smart people. So the Gemara says, Pshita, obvious. No, Maudetema, Vishuv. You might have thought that when he said Vishuv, he wasn't adding another 30. It was really Kikulhu. He was going back on the previous three and saying it's another. 90, and therefore, Kula Bahavile Shisa will be six straight in a row of Nazirus, Kamash Malan Delo, that all of these languages are isolated. They're not looking back on the previous set. In our language, you put parentheses around the first three and then say Vishuv. It's not exponential like that. It's not correct. It's not a multiplication into it. It's not like that. So that was the Gemara's point. We discussed the kind of the last two, saying that original Nazir and then two and another and another. Oh, no. Mm -mm. That's true, but that you're adding that's the next sugya. But he wants that's a that's a different sugya. He wants to know straight up like is there tochkei dibur? Do we have a you know? So that was Stan, that's Stan's question. That's what that's what I don't know. If what if what? If he's bothering the Corbin on day thirty, yeah. And then he says the four so the point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Seems like it. Well, it was, it was like we saw a hey, like remember we saw earlier in the right. parak, you know, like right. the context is everything. So right. if, so if you're in a context. Right. It's not every time you say Vishuv, you know, but it, it may well be that if the context does look like that, you know, you're standing there and you say Vishuv, I want to bring these korbanos again, which is what it looks like when you're standing with the Kohen, very, very possibly. Toch Dibor is really something else. It, I don't think that applies here. I could be wrong, but I don't think that applies here. I don't think so. so is, it, is it not only according to the Yeshiva to learn this seems to be according to everybody. Yeah, this seems to be according to everybody. I mean, the Gemara doesn't distinguish. Yeah, okay, one, two more small sugyas. If a person says Hareini Nazir, and then they're followed up by a couple of Greek words. Simchas if he says Hareini Nazir, and then he adds the word Hain, that's Achas. Hareini Nazir Hain, that's one. If he says Digun, that's Shtayim. If he says Trigon, that's Shalosh. If he says tetragon, that's arba, and pontigon or pentagon, as we would say in in our in our language, chamesh. Mm -hmm. So we look at other languages and we meld them together. So if a person says, "I'd like to take one zeros upon myself," which would be hain, you take one zeros. So if a person says, "I'd like to take two, that's all the numbers you just keep playing out. Tanurabanon, a side din. This has nothing to do with our masechta other than the play on language. Bais agul, digun, trigun, pontigon. If you have a building that is circular, has two walls, like a teepee, it's a trigon, it's a triangle, which is, again, the word looks almost identical, trigon, triangle. 
pentagon, we skip four and go to five, or it's a five, uh, it's a pentagon building, something that has five sides. That house is not susceptible to Tumas Nagoyim. P.S. If you ever want to live in a house that never, just build it at a, at a fifth wall somewhere. Like just have that one corner tuck a little bit, just a little bit. Because if you have four walls, that's the only way you're susceptible to Nagoyim. What? That's why what? Yes, correct. Correct. Exactly right. Yeah, that's the Musr. And Tetrigon Metame Binagon, the fourth one does my time. Huh? Why is it that only a four-walled structure is subject to Tumas Nagaim? The Mishnah, uh, the Gemara here concludes with uh, some play on words or really just some grammar. And with that, we'll finish the Perek. Lamatahu Omer, elsewhere it says Kir Kiros. The Pusik says Kiros instead of just Kir. And Lamalahu Omer Kir Kiros, it says Kiros twice. Kiros times two. Kir plus Kir plus Kir plus Kir is four walls. And therefore, Mido Raisa, there's no such thing as Nagayim on a house unless it is a simple four-walled structure. Baruch Hashem, we finish the first parak of Maseches Nazir. Hadran Allah kol kinuye yiratzon. We should finish uh, the rest of Shas and come back to this in seven and a half years. Tomorrow is Wednesday. I will not be here. I'm going to record Amir Tashem mid-morning if all goes smoothly. Um, and Thursday as well. I'll also try and record very early in the morning and uh, post those. And uh, then we should be back in Mirza Hashem for Shabbos. Wishing you all a good couple of days. Take care. Mm -hmm. <clears throat>